Good morning and welcome back to the Gospel Get Up, the podcast aimed at getting you in the Word with readings from the Daily Lectionary before sending you on your way to go about your day in the peace and joy of the Lord. This morning's readings continue us in the book of Isaiah with chapters 26 and 27, and in the New Testament we move into 1 John chapter 4. The readings for this morning are set to an order for matins. So without further ado, let's get into it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. Hasten to save me, O God. O Lord, come quickly to help me. Jesus Christ is Lord of all. Praise and thanks to God. The Old Testament reading, once again, continues in Isaiah chapter 26 at verse 20. Go, my people, go into your rooms and shut the doors behind you. Hide yourselves for a little while until his wrath has passed over. Look, the Lord is coming out of his place to deal with the guilt of those who live on the earth. Then the earth will reveal the blood shed on it. It will no longer cover those who have been killed. On that day, the Lord will draw his sharp, great, and powerful sword, and he will kill Leviathan, the slithering serpent, Leviathan, the coiling serpent. The Lord will kill the monster in the sea. On that day, sing about a delightful vineyard. I, the Lord, am serving as its caretaker. I water it constantly so that nothing will damage it. I guard it night and day. I am not angry, but if I do find briars and thorns there, I will fight them. I will charge against them and set them all on fire. To prevent this, let them turn to me for protection and make peace with me. Let them make peace with me. In days to come, Jacob will take root. Israel will blossom and bud. It will fill the whole world with fruit. Has he struck Israel the way he struck those who struck them? Have they been killed the same way those who killed them were killed? When you drive them away and send them into exile, you make your case against them. He drives them out with his violent storm, as on a day when the hot east wind blows. In this way the guilt of Jacob will be atoned for, and this will be all the fruit that results from taking away his sin. He will make all the altar stones like chalk that has been crushed, and no Asherah poles or incense altars will remain standing. Then the fortified city will be all alone, a dwelling place deserted and forsaken like a wilderness. Calves will graze there. They will lie down there and eat all the leaves off the branches. When its twigs are dried up, they are broken off. Women will come and build a fire with them, because they are a people who have no understanding. Therefore, their maker will have no compassion on them. He who formed them will not be gracious to them. On that day, the Lord will thresh from the flowing river, the Euphrates, to the stream of Egypt, and you Israelites will be gathered one by one. On that day there will be a very loud blast on a ram's horn, and those who were about to perish in the land of Assyria, together with those who were scattered in the land of Egypt, will come. They will worship the Lord on the holy mountain at Jerusalem. 
This is the word of the Lord. Our New Testament reading continues in 1 John with chapter 4. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see if they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit who confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit who does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and is already in the world. You are from God, dear children, and you have overcome the false prophets, because the one in you is greater than the one in the world. They are from the world. That is why they speak from a worldly perspective, and the world listens to them. We are from God. The one who knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. That is how we can distinguish between the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Dear friends, let us love one another, because love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. The one who does not love has not known God, because God is love. This is how God's love for us was revealed. God has sent his only begotten Son into the world so that we may live through him. This is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, if God loved us so much, we should love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God remains in us, and his love has been brought to its goal in us. This is how we know that we remain in him and he in us. He has given us of his spirit. We have seen and testify that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God remains in him and he in God. We also have come to know and trust the love that God has for us. God is love. Whoever remains in love remains in God and God in him. In this way, his love has been brought to its goal among us, so that we may have confidence on the day of judgment, because in this world we are just like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but complete love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who continues to be afraid has not been brought to the goal in love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, but hates his brother, he is a liar. For how can anyone who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, love God, whom he has not seen? This, then, is the command we have from him. The one who loves God should also love his brother. This is the word of the Lord. We now read the Te Deum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of heavenly hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. 
Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you, Father of majesty unbounded, your glorious true and only Son, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you humbled yourself to be born of a virgin. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You sit at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. And we join to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us safely to this new day. Defend us with your mighty power and grant that this day we neither fall into sin nor run into any kind of danger. And in all we do, direct us to what is right in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. And now for the good news that never gets old, the news that Jesus is your Savior, who lived, died, and rose again so that all your sins have been forgiven. That's the gospel. Now get up and go and live to God's glory and for the benefit of your neighbor. Peace.